Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Live across Gippsland on SEN Track 91.9 FM. Welcome to the Gippsland Footy Show. Good morning to another show the Gippsland Footy Show. Myself, David Healy, joining you with Kim Finn on SEN Latrobe Valley on 91.9. Morning, Kim. How are you? Yeah, good, Strut. Good, mate. We've had some nice weather. Today's a little bit different. Yeah, I mean... Typical uh, Gippsland weather. Um, for any listeners out there that want to join in on the conversation, you can uh, send us a message on 0499 736 736. Um, bit of a jam-packed episode today, mate. Yeah, got a got a couple of big names. Obviously, Logan Austin's just uh, signed down at Benstale. Um, had been with St Kilda and, and previously Port Adelaide. And obviously, your your mate Jai's on as well. Yeah, yeah. Um... I've been trying to get onto him. He's a bit hard to get onto now. He's going to the big leagues and um, doesn't like replying as as quickly as what he used to. Yeah, see, I'm told that might have a little bit to do with you dropping him last year. Not got nothing to do with footy. Uh, we we can talk about that later if he wants to. If he if he wants to have a hard discussion, but I've already had hard discussions with him before. So, yeah, um, fair enough. That's all good. Well, we might as well get right into it, hey. We've got our first guest up, that is Logan Austin. As we just mentioned, he has signed uh, in the last week for Ben Stale to coach next year. Uh, obviously spent time at St Kilda and Port Adelaide um, and will be a great addition to the Redlegs, I'm sure. Welcome, Logan. Thanks, lads. Thanks for having me. So... I suppose we'll get right into it, and I believe I believe it was uh, mentioned in the advertiser down in Bensdale yesterday. You actually do have a connection to East Gippsland, which some may not know. Yeah. Um, but what actually has taken you down there, and what brought this about? Yeah, I guess uh, yeah, like you mentioned, I do have some family connections down there. My my mum and dad live in Lakes. Um, my nan's also in Lakes, and uh, my brother's down there as well. So. Um, I guess, you know, the lure of the, the family ties down there, you know, initiated it. And then I guess in terms of Bansdale, um, it's just looking to try and um, get get the club up the ladder this year and just, and, well, next year, sorry, and um, just progress and, you know, earn that respect back within the league. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously, as I'm sure you've done your homework and know, one finals appearance in the 10 years that they've been back in, are you looking to bring some guys in and then implement, obviously, your own stuff or you'll work with the current group or a bit of both? bit of both. Um, look, I think the, the pleasing thing from the club's point of view, they've got, they've got some really young, um, you know, well-developed players that are coming through, have played um, some senior footy in the last couple of years, which will hold us in good stead. But at the same time, we need to add to that and we need to bring in some players just to, uh, to bolster us, I guess. Um, and look, it's, it's going to be a combination of both, but... Um, yeah, it's probably just trying to add a couple of blokes in there too. Um, Logan, it's Damon here. Um, I was just talking to a mate of mine on the phone. He's actually uh, um, from Rochester. 
And he's just yep. wanting just to confirm that you've actually signed because he'd love to have you back at Rochester next season. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've actually, uh, yeah, I've signed. So, <laughs> it's, um, it's all yeah, over. I'll be, I'll be a yeah, no, he just had me on the phone. He's like, make sure you convince him to come back. He was very impressed with you at uh, Rochester. So I'll just let him know later on that uh, you're <laughs> unable to return. Yeah, I love my time at Rochi. They were, they were really good to me. And I had a couple of close mates that played there. That's why I sort of decided to go there. And um, I love my time there. But yeah, this, this opportunity, I guess, was um, too good to knock back. And yeah, being back in your family was a big pull. Fair enough. So obviously, as you mentioned, your family was a big pull to come back. What was the what was the um, factor in going to Benstale itself? Who who was sort of the driving factor in getting you there and getting you to coach? Yeah, yeah. So Greg McCary um, contacted me, um, you know, throughout the process and just just you know, see if I was interested in coming back. Um, at the end of last year, I, I just obviously been delisted from St Kilda, and um, I was still sort of just weighing up my future, what I wanted to do, and um, probably during this year. I just thought, you know, do I do I go back and try and challenge myself? Um, I've always wanted to get into coaching. Um, yes, this is a playing coach role, but it still gives me that. Uh, foot in the door and I guess that insight into you know what it takes to be a coach um, the Gippsland League's a good league so um, all those factors sort of contributed to me picking Bansdale and you know it's, it's a 25 minute drive from Lakes where my parents are like I said and, um, you know you know, like you stated it's got into the finals once in 10 years so the challenge of it doesn't get much bigger um, Can you just tell us a bit about your um your background, like I believe you're from Canberra and how you went through the yeah. system? Yeah, so I've sort of, I've been all over the shop really. Um, I was born in um, Orbost, was there when I was about five and then um, moved up to Canberra for dad's work and played all my junior footy up there with Bell Conan. Um, they were really good to me, played um, in the New South Wales ACT team and then was lucky enough to be, to be a part of the Giants Academy growing up through there and I guess... I wanted to get drafted to them because they put time into me, but at the end of the day, um, they just didn't have the spots on their list to take me. And then I got picked up with Port. So across to Adelaide, spent three years there, loved my time there. Um, still got some really close mates um, over there. And um, I guess at the end of uh, 2017, I think it was, I, I broke my leg at the end of 2016. 2017, I struggled to get a game. So I moved to Saints and um, for the last three years. And look, it, it didn't pan out the way I wanted it to, but. Um, I guess I've, I've I've had the experience of being in those systems and sort of know um, what it takes, I guess. Yeah. So, as you say, you have been all over the place. I'll tell you what, Strut. <laughs> Orbost have lost some bloody good footballers over the time. Both the Vosses are go. born there. Oh, I'm not from Orbost, mate, so don't worry, mate. Both the Vosses are born there, obviously. Logan, Bobby McCallum, they could have had a gun side the last, the last 15, 20 years. Bob? Yeah, there yeah. you go. There's quite a few very, very good footballers. Talk about no yeah, logging, that, wrecking a town. That's it. Yeah, that always go. reminds me of it. Is uh, you know, and when I got across the port and Vossi was there, we had a few yarns about it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it, yeah. I do saying that. Now, well, your I do believe your old man and I believe your uncle played a fair bit of footy up there. Were they all boss or Snowy Rovers? No, nah, they were all boss. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so yeah, that, we actually we actually lived across the road from Snowy Rovers ground. But yeah, no, nah, they were both all boss. Yeah, okay. Oh, there you go. Bit of history for you, Strut. There you go. East Gippsland history for yeah, you. Look, from from northwest Victoria, mate. So I've got no idea about that neck of the woods. So I'll leave it to you. Now, Logan, obviously, 
it's sort of said that you play across sort of centre half back, half back. Ben Stahl are lucky enough they've got, well, in my opinion and probably a lot of guys' opinions, their best player also plays in a similar position. Simon Deary is he sort of your number one to retain, which will give you a bit of a few options, I guess, as a coach. Is he sort of your number one to make sure you get him coming back again next year? Yeah, yeah, I've already spoken to Simon, reached out to him, and um, guess yeah, he's, he's an influential player, especially across that across that half back line, and um, you know reads the game um, really well. So yeah, he, we're definitely um, looking for him to stick around, and um, yeah, I, I've played I guess my footy um, mostly in the back half the last sort of six years, but for Rochi this year I was all over the place really. I played back, I played forward, I played in the middle sometimes. So um, I'll, I'll just help, like do what I can where the team needs me, but um, hopefully Simon can can hold the fort for us back there. Oh, well, the, the joys of being the coach, mate. You can yeah. put yourself wherever you like. So you won't have to... Um, when I was talking to me, mate, before they said um, a lot of teams were starting to put a defensive forward on you. So you must have been doing a pretty good job down back. Yeah, it was uh, sort of never really had that before, so it was a bit it was a bit different. Um, but I think you know the perk of being a back if a, if a forward comes to you, you still would a man up anyway. So um, you know it, it makes your life easier when they're right next to you, not running away from you. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll just sort of weigh that up. Um, I think Cam might be looking for a new home, so he might want to go back to Bansdale. <laughs> so he might be one you might have to get on the phone to. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I, uh, have to reach out. I've already thought about that. <laughs> yeah, Greg, Greg, will, Greg will tell you I'm no good, Logan, so there's no need to worry about that, mate. <laughs> so, obviously, speaking of Greg and speaking about a few of Ben Stale's key players, his son, Braden, obviously missed a large chunk yep. of the year. Um, and I know you've got Ethan East. So, speaking, speaking about those two, along with Simon... Are they sort of are they sort of going to be your core core pillars, or are you looking to bring in some blokes who you who you just want to make your core and then work those guys around them a bit? Yeah, I, I think uh, you know we're going to look at it from a couple of points of view. I, I guess we want to bring in a really good player. Um, ideally, that bolsters the midfield. But at the end of the day, if we can bring in um, a good player or two that just helps the team in general, then of course we're going to take that. So um, yeah, Braden, Ethan. Um, and Simon are really good players, and um, you know they've got their homes um, in their in their positions. Um, but yeah, we just sort of need, especially the forward line, we just need to get the ball in there. Um, they're showing that they can hit the scoreboard um, on numerous occasions, and so we just need to give them the opportunity. Uh, what sort of footy you want to bring to um, Bansdale? Like, I mean, you know, you've got different sorts of grounds. Like, you come to Drawn, it's very wet, but mm. then at Bansdale, it's it's usually sunny Beautiful. and big ground, and you can run fast. Like, I mean, it's a bit. You got to find that happy medium, don't you? Yeah, yeah, it, it is something we're working through. Um, I guess in the next sort of couple of months is how we want to play. Um, the last thing I want to do is is come into the footy club and you know sort of dictate a way we're definitely playing. It's got to suit the way um, the players naturally play as well. We want them to bring their strengths um, to the table, but you know most footy is comprised of just contested game, so that'll be the basis of how we want to play. But of course, yeah, Bansdale's a big ground. Um, we want to try and move the footy off the line um, when we can as well, just so we're not um, repetitive going long down the line like so many teams do. Yep. And uh, is there any other announcements at the club? You got any signings or anything you can tell Give us? us or... <laughs> nah, it's all, it's all pretty low-key at the moment. We're still working that through, and um, hopefully we'll have some some exciting announcements uh, in the lead-up to, to pre-season. And, um, yeah, hopefully we get a couple on board. 
Very good. So has the coaching structure around you stayed the same or are you looking to get some new assistants in? I know Mick Preston um, was there as a senior assistant last year. Is, yep. is he staying on? Yeah, so we're sort of looking through that structure at the moment um, and what that looks like in terms of um, we're thinking about, you know, having a director of coaching that oversees. Um, obviously, like I said, I'll be, yeah, the playing coach. So I'm going to need some support around me. Um, I haven't coached uh, previously um, in the top role. And, and little things like the bench and how that plays, um, trainings, structures, all that sort of stuff. Um, so, yeah, we'll have a senior assistant and we'll, we'll have a director of coaching as well. So it's just sort of working through um, those sort of roles and um, who'd be willing to put their hand up and who's kind of suits the footy club as well. Yeah, so no confirmation that Mick's got the job. So that's that's good. That's a bit of mileage for me, Strut. If When you do <laughs> meet Mick, ask him about how many votes he got in his 97-goal season in 2017 oh. for a slogan. That'd be good if you could do that. I'll have to ask. Greg's the one that's all over the, uh, you know, the senior assistant and all that. So he'll be the one sort of you know, recommending some, some guys. Yeah, yeah. But, Logan, how much time do you think you have to, like, well, obviously your first time doing this, but how many, like, messages and phone calls, like, how many hours a week do you reckon it's going to take up of your time? Like, that's without just the, you know, um, Tuesday, Thursday stuff? Yeah, um, look, hard to say, I guess. At the moment, I'm, I'm getting across to every player and just introducing myself. And, um, you know, COVID's making it difficult for me to get down there, obviously, and meet all the boys and, and stuff like that. So it's just about, you know, trying to develop those relationships as quick as possible. Um, it's like anything, the more time you put into it, um, the easier it's going to make those relationships. But at the same time, you know, hopefully we have you know, that, that group of coaches around the players that um, sort of, you know, we can take the load off each other. Um, I know you said your, your family and all that are living down there. Are you living down there as well? I'm not sure if I caught that or not, sorry. Yeah, so I'll be still based in Melbourne, um, but because my parents obviously live in Lakes, I'll be down there um, Thursday nights, um, you know, taking training and, um, you know, obviously games and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. So it's just gonna, that's going to be even more important than, I guess, to have good support around you. Yeah, 100%. And look, that's the sort of main role of um, the senior assistant as well, sort of helping um, with that sort of stuff. Yeah. So one thing, and it's it's mentioned quite often um, with Ben Stale, and traditionally they've had strong juniors since they've been back in the Gippsland League, there's always the pull to go back, whether it be your home club or just to go and play senior footy. Having the twos now at Ben Stale's obviously made it much easier, but are you going to put direct things in place and want to be a part of putting direct things in place to try and retain junior players coming through to get them into senior footy? Yeah, 100%. Like, that's the thing, you know, you can get many players from, or you can try to get as many players as you want from outside the actual club itself, but that's where the core of your your team and your list comes from. It's, you know, they grow up in the town, they want to play for the town, and, um, yeah, they, they really want to be a part of it. So, um I guess we're going to just try and make that with on-field success. Like, the more we win games, the more we show the vision of what we're trying to achieve, then hopefully those boys stick around and, and don't want to just go back to their sort of, I guess, local team. Yeah, and I, like from, from Ben Stale's point of view, it's sort of changing where guys are actually growing up now with Ben Stale being in, in the Gippsland League rather than playing yeah. against them, like like I guess when, when we were kids. So just changing a little bit, going back to the... AFL career. How, yep. how was Hub Life last year? 
Oh, sorry, in twenty. Yeah, it was the last year in twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah, mate. It was. Uh, it was different. It was. It was definitely. Uh, it, it felt a lot like school camp in a way. <laughs> um, I guess when we first got told we were going up there, it was sort of riding the wall. We knew we were going to head up there, but um, they told us thirty days at the start. Start so pack light. That's what they told us all. Pack light. Thirty days. Um, we'll be back soon. So. All of us sort of just took one one bag, really one small bag, and our footy gear, and went up there. And then after a week, it was pretty clear it wasn't going to be thirty days. It was going to be, you know, five months. Um, so a lot of online shopping was done. But to be honest, like we couldn't have had it any better up there um, with this facility we had at Noosa. And look, like I'm complaining about Noosa, so you can't. There's nothing to complain about really. It was uh, it was pretty elite, and um, it just made it more challenging in terms of. Um, getting that release from footy, um, that's something that's huge. And um, when you're around all the boys 24-7, you go on to get lunch, you see the coaches. If you've had a bad game, haven't had a kick, it's sort of the last thing you want to do, really. So, um, no, it might have some challenges, but it was good fun as well. If um, I told my partner that you had to pack light for 30 days, I'd have to take the whole wardrobe, mate. I'm not sure how you pack light <laughs> for 30 days. Yeah, yeah. Look, mate, when you when you're in the uh, training gear, a lot of the time you, you can. You don't need too many casuals, and like, it, like the weather was good, so a pair of board shorts, a couple of singlets was was all we needed, really. <laughs> now, Logan, I don't know if you've listened to previous episodes, but Strut's just got a habit of potting members of his members of his family. So Christmas is going to be <laughs> awkward for him this year. Yeah, mate, yeah, it, it, will be. It, it doesn't matter who you are, mate. I'm happy to pot anyone. So, but you got to get as good as you get, mate. That's right. Now, you did mention earlier the GWS Academy. Obviously, there's a few clubs have academies and stuff. Now, how does that actually work? Because it's it's obviously a little bit different for us in Gippsland. We go through Gippsland Power, yeah. and that's sort of about it. So do you want to sort of explain that a little bit? Yeah, I guess it's, you know, it's similar to how you, you know, go through Gippsland Power. So I guess at the head of it, there's always that pull of the AFL club being the pinnacle. You know, Gippsland Power, you want to make it, and you want to then play in the, in the tack and, um, I guess trying to get drafted whereas I guess at a young age I think it's like 13 or 14 these players get into the Giants Academy and um, you have really good coaches around you constantly making trips up to Sydney um, you know experiencing I guess giving a little taste of what it's like to be an AFL player um, I guess the older you get and um, they put huge amount of time and money and resources into it um, and I guess it's so important for Campbell which is naturally a dominated sort of rugby and soccer sort of town that they they keep doing that because just seeing some really good players come out of there and none more so than than jack Steele at the moment so um yeah i guess they just need to keep doing that yeah in your opinion do you reckon that's better than uh tac cup or nab league as it's called now um i don't know i don't know how fair it would be for the you know the afl clubs in terms of you know one region was assigned particular players and that was it like I'm not sure how fair that would be I just think it does sort of inspire you more um, as a junior because you know that AFL club is there above it all when you're a genuine chance if you're good enough to be selected by them now I'm going to go back to the well are you sure there's not any announcements to be made surely you've got a, <laughs> a, a mate from St Kilda or someone from Port that's moved back over to Melbourne that just wants to come out and play footy with you <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to do that. I'm going through the phone book at the moment, just seeing okay, who's uh, who'd be keen to come back and play with me. Um, so it's just it's just sort of working throughout the moment. They're all sort of early discussions, so 
Um, nothing that I can give you at the moment, but look, I'm, I'm trying. Right, I'll be going through the delisted players in the last few years, and I'll be seeing who I can find. But you've tried to sell me off this morning, Strut. So. Mate, I'm just try- <laughs> Mate, I'm trying to get a commission out of this, all right? So it's just not working yet. Look, Logan, on behalf of Strut and I, all the best um, and good luck next year. Obviously, there's some really good people involved at that club down there, I know firsthand. Um, yeah. that you're going into a, a good club and it's a good environment. So all the best. I think it's it'll be really good for East Gippsland footy and Gippsland footy if, if Ben Sale can be successful. So wish you all the best, mate. Thanks, lads. Thanks for having me. And, yeah, hopefully it's a, it's a good year in, in uh, 2022. Thanks yeah, very much. All the best, mate. There you go, Strut. He's a um, good knacker and I tried to sell you, get you out there, mate, but you weren't biting for me. No, nah, it's a... Bit too much of a drive, mate, for me. I'm, expect, I'm expecting. I'm, I'm expecting a phone call from him within the next hour. I mean, in an hour's time. For the say, can't be far. Get in there. I've also told you that I'm no good, <laughs> <laughs> and there's plenty of people there that'll tell him that I'm no good as well. So, no, no, <laughs> no need to do that to me, mate. It's um, going to be a big drive for him. Like. I mean, I've only done it, oh, not a few times, but, you know, when you're coming out of the city there and the, the traffic starts banking up, like, it's um, <laughs> it's going to be, look, all the best to him, you know. Um, it's just, yeah. It is, but he's going to be half and half, yeah? So, yeah. like, he heads down on a Thursday, takes training, can live with his parents where it's going to be nice and comfortable and just probably head back of a Sunday Arvo or even, a, yeah. I don't know what he does, but Monday morning, whenever it may be, it, it's probably not going to be too bad. Hopefully, and at the end of the day, he's going to be worth that much to Ben Stale on the field and, and no doubt Lee off as well. So, I oh, totally agree. Hopefully, he's got a, um, maybe a job like yours, a banker can do it from home, don't have to do much. Oh, yeah, we just... don't do much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, all the reports I get, mate, are you, Kim's not doing this? Well, not at the moment. Uh, I'm on holidays. Uh, oh, that's true. Actually, yeah. how's that going for you? What are you doing? Sitting at home watching <laughs> as much sport as possible. <laughs> Um, yeah. So you got something lined up for Jai next. I, I want you to have some hard-hitting questions for him. You see this sheet of paper here? It's got absolutely nothing on it. Um, I'll make him off, off the cuff, but I'm sure we'll have plenty of ammunition on him. Um, and, yeah, if That's... anyone there's got some questions for him on 0499 736 736, um, send them my way or send me a personal message send... and I'll ask him. Send him in. You've got about 10 minutes to do it. Yeah. It worries me that you've got nothing on this bit of paper, though. Oh, I hope he's not listening now because he might send me a message and say, I'm not no, coming on. Done. Yeah. So, <laughs> I better not rinse him too hard too early. But Yeah, uh, and just before we do head to the news, quickly on, on Logan Austin again, I know we don't talk about East Gippsland football much, but and like obviously I'm from a local club down there that, that isn't Ben Stale. It's, sometimes it can get lost that you can work with Ben Stale. But I think it'd be really good for East Gippsland footy in general if Ben Stale are successful. Anyway, moving on. We'll head on to the news. Obviously, Jai's going to join us after the news. You're listening to the Gippsland footy show on SEN Track, Latrobe Valley, 91.9. We'll see you after the news. Live across Gippsland on SEN Track, 91.9 FM. Welcome to the Gippsland footy show. Welcome back. Um, on SEN Track, Latrobe Valley on 91.9 Self Strut and Cam. If you missed any interviews or the show, you can always catch up on us on the podcast on the SEN app. Just research the Gippsland Footy Show. 
Um, and for any listeners out there, also you can text us in on oh four double nine seven three six seven three six. No, no shortages of texts come through from the Halora Creek Club in the last five minutes. Strut for Jai. You got a few. Couple. Okay, really. <laughs> Just a couple. We can't say him yet. We've got to got to get him on. I'll let you introduce him. He's he's your boy at the end of the day. Oh, I don't know about my boy, but anyway, um, for people that don't know, um, wasn't only a couple of years ago playing for Poolong. Um, Clint Proctor says he found him, so yep. we'll, we'll be asking that question very shortly. But um, started his VFL journey this year and got taken in the mid-season draft at pick number two to the Hawks. Great story. And about four days later, ended up playing his first game against Sydney and had a record amount of tackles, um, I think and 14. A, and a win. And a win. That was a brilliant win, actually. Um, I won a six-pack of... Um, Captain Morgan's on that game too, actually. So, thank you, Jake Harper. Always drink responsibly. Um, so, yes, definitely. <laughs> um, you there, Nukes? I am, boys. How are we? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, going well. So, what have you done today? You, have you gone for another 10k run or something? No, uh, pretty pretty quiet day today. Just just relaxing. Start it. Start the off season. So, nothing too major yet. Yeah, right. Um, so obviously um, the Hawks didn't play finals this year. Um, you, I would assume you've had a meeting with the football club. What have you got to build on for next season? Uh, a few growth areas going forward, just a bit of, bit of speed and explosive sort of stuff. Um, a bit like yourself, not the quickest out of the block, so <laughs> bit of work on that over the off season and come back bigger and stronger next year. So uh, that's the plan. Joy, I'm pretty good over 20, mate, but after that, everyone catches me, all right? The explosiveness is all right, just the top speed ain't great. <laughs> this this could not have started any better for me, Strat, in my opinion. This is great. So, Joy, obviously, there's a, a lot of people in West Gippsland know your story, but a lot don't. So do you want to tell us a little bit about your football, obviously, start at Poowong and, and go from there? Uh, yeah, so... Well, footy started at, at the Halora Kangaroos in the under 10s, 12s and 14s, and then moved across to Poolong after that. Um, was there for four years, playing 16s and 18s, um, and then play. Well, I was going to play the Gisland Power as an under-19-year-old in the TAC Cup. Um, COVID, COVID ruined that, unfortunately, so I didn't get the chance there. Um, and then headed down to down to Box Hill for pre-season at the end of last year and uh, yeah, lucky enough to get on the list there and um, the rest the rest has panned out as most people know so um, yeah that's a brief brief summary of the journey Yeah Nukes I've just got a message from Whooper he's very happy that you've um, put out the Halora Football Club so he's very happy with yeah. that and another question did Clint Proctor actually find you? Because he's claiming that you're his love child, pretty much. <laughs> uh, well, actually, the first time I actually trained with Proc was over the year before last, over New Year's, down at, he was down at his holiday house down at Phillip Island, and I um, saw him down there, down at the Oval, and he was cutting laps and keeping fit, as he always does. And, I mean, that was the first time I met him, and... Um, yeah, I don't know if he had any involvement in getting me down to Box Hill, but it could potentially be all to do with Prof, but I guess we'll never know. I'm flat because that's the story he went with last yeah. week, so that's, um, <laughs> yeah, not real. I wish he went with something else. Yeah, Joy, no, he's, he's spot on. 
Joy, what's been the biggest change from obviously just pay, playing local footy for Poowong to then the VFL and then AFL? What's been the absolute biggest change you noticed of everything? Uh, definitely just the speed, speed of everything. I sort of jumps, jumps a fair bit the higher up you go. And um, yeah, obviously being, being in the AFL now, it's yeah, ridiculously quick and Decision making and all the rest of it all happens all happens pretty fast. So um, yeah, the speed speed of everything just goes to another level. Yeah. Now you moved in and it was well documented. You moved from Puwong to Turak in with Jago Mira. Strut is very interested to know who hogs the mirror a little bit more. <laughs> I think I think Jago's got me covered. Uh, he's yeah very very fond of the way he looks and uh, you can't really blame him. So. I'll let Jago take the win on this one. Bit of man love there, Strut. Yeah, right. Who's got the bigger <laughs> biceps? I just want to know if you two just look in the mirror and just start pumping curls together. <laughs> uh, he's still got me covered. Just, yeah. I'm coming. Just, you're coming? Uh, that's yeah. what I like to hear. Good old pipes, Jai. So, Jai, obviously you got a lot of attention when uh, you applied for the mid-season draft under different terms I think it was it was the name or there was other terms did you enjoy the heat that you copped there in the media for a couple of weeks mate or was that a pretty interesting couple of weeks I could imagine uh, yeah it was a bit um, unexpected in a way I guess wasn't wasn't quite expecting it to blow up sort of as it did but um, yeah it's, I guess it's all part of it it's, it's media's job so um, no, that was alright it was yeah, a bit unexpected but all part of it, so it's something I've got to get used to, I guess. Uh, Joy, you still living with uh, Amira, or are you looking for your own place, or you know? Ah, uh, yeah. So I moved out with Jager after about a month, and just went went in with a host family, connected to the club. Um, so been been looked after pretty well for the last couple of months. Um, but yeah, plan plan is early early next year. Find a spot for move in for myself. Moved in probably with a couple of teammates and just ran out somewhere for next year and, um, yeah, go from there. So are they doing your washing for you or are you going to do it like a big boy? Uh, wash, washing gets done for me, which is nice. <laughs> Come on, Jai. <laughs> See, I think that's a bit rich, Strat, because I could guarantee you'd be doing that at home. So leave him alone. Go nice. I did some jobs this morning, but put the rubbish out. Might not do the washing, but I do a lot of other things. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jai, obviously you played other sports growing up. Do you think playing your cricket? Do you reckon that actually helped you with team, like with team orientated sports? When it comes to your footy, do you think cricket and having that camaraderie helps having that year round? Basically dealing with blokes like Strut for six months of the year. Uh, yeah, it is good. I see it. Um, most sports I've played been been team orientated, so I've always sort of been in that environment. And um, I guess yeah, cricket was a nice bit of a distraction in the end for me over over the summer just gone and start with his with his humour throughout the cricket season was interesting at times. But um, yeah, it's obviously quite enjoyable and um, yeah, very worthwhile. Having those other sports involved in the in the background coming through, so will we be able to lure you for a couple uh, T20 games this year or not? Just watch us smoke another 
39 off and over. I think he took some young kid from Bourne. <laughs> uh, no, unlikely, I would have thought. Oh, I think the trigger days might be over for a while. Oh, well, anyway. Um, also, I got a message from uh, James Williams. He just wants to know if um, you'll ever talk to him again because he feels like since you've gone to the big leagues, you've just dropped him off. Uh, I don't know, Jim. He's got a, got a bit of work to do, but we'll see how we go. Might get in touch in the next few days. Yeah, I hear he's under the thumb nowadays, so you might struggle to get hold of him, I'm thinking. Yeah, I will come for a while, I think. <laughs> I will try and keep us on footy of some sort, Jai, and let, let Strut do the other work. You mentioned you've got a bit of work work to do on your own game. Obviously, Hawthorne finished down last year. It's sort of well documented. You're close with Sam, who's taken over. Do you think what he's going to implement at AFL level will have a really good impact on the team? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think... Um... What Sam's gonna gonna introduce over the preseason um, is gonna be pretty pretty appealing to a lot of boys, and should see a pretty good buy-in from the group and plenty of hard work over the preseason. So, um, yeah, I think I've got full confidence in what he's gonna bring, and um, yeah, hopefully we can climb the ladder a bit higher next year. Uh, what sort of game plan do you think you'll bring into the club, Nukes? Um, I think. Going to be going to be a bit more, a bit more attacking based, more more offensive. Hopefully, um, get a get a lot more run and carry through the gents and have a pretty fit side going in the next year. I think so. I'm um, sure be pretty exciting. Should be good for Hawthorne, I reckon. Straight, you're a Hawthorne man yourself. We've got halfback Sicily and a couple of these guys coming back next year. They should smash teams running off halfback if they. I think we'll smash teams off half-back, but we've got about eight of them, so I don't know where the rest go. Chuck a couple up on the wing, keep them going. Jai said he's not... Well, you said Jai's not real quick, so he could feed it out to these blokes, him and Mitchell feeding it out. Oh, the big fella's an absolute bull, that's for sure. Um, Are you you planning to spend a bit more time forward and maybe using that long right peg of yours? (laughs) Um, Oh, maybe if required, I'll, I'll wander down inside the 450, but... I'm enjoying me enjoying my time in the midfield, so I wouldn't mind staying in there. Is um with that like is it part of um your development that you have to probably be able to even go on a half back flank or a half forward flank? Like I don't in today's footy you can't be just a inside mid. Um yeah, I'm sure I'm sure that'll come um through the preseason. I guess put a bit of work into being a bit more flexible um, around the ground. Haven't done a hell of a lot of hell of a lot of work in the first couple of months at the club there, but I'm sure yeah over the over the preseason we'll start to develop some more aspects that I can be used elsewhere. So see how we go. Yeah, um, I know from like when you were at Puong and that you played predominantly half back and that. How'd you find the transition from going playing like half back to VFL in the middle and then AFL? Um, yeah, I think it was pretty helpful in terms of reading reading the ball and, and things like that. Um, having I guess playing playing a pool on more one on one type of footy and um, having that aspect of the game's pretty helpful. Um, just just the fitness levels have had to increase a little bit going into the midfield and spending pretty much all the time there. Um, but I think I've slowly transitioned pretty well and happy with how I'm tracking in there, so it's been good. Very good, mate. Very good. Look, 
obviously it's been well documented the last few months your your story and a bit of your journey um I know personally, like we've never met, but I've been down in West Gippsland and have never heard a bad word said about you. So we like to see good people doing well and want you to continue continue your journey, mate. And hopefully it's hopefully it's a successful and long one at, at AFL level. So thank you very much for your time and, yeah, all the best. Thanks, boys. Appreciate it. See you down at cricket training. <laughs> very good, Strut. He's, as I just said, he's got a very good reputation of being a very, very good kid, aside from being a gun footballer. Oh, look, he's an absolute ripper knacker. Um, you know, he um very professional. Um, like, even when he was playing cricket with us, you know, it's like, oh, what'd you do this morning, Nick? I went for a 10k run before cricket. Like, you know, be buggered if I'm going to do that. Like, um, pretty impressive. And it was hell-bent on it, you know. Didn't really get a look in at Gippsland Power for a number of years. Tried out, you know. They finally took him on as a um, overage. I think that's what they called it. Nineteen-year-old, yeah. yeah. and then COVID obviously hit, and it took him about six games of Box Hill at Box Hill, and he, he straight onto a list and playing a game straight away. So, and you know, comes from a good back uh, family. Like I think his old man played three hundred games with Poong, and um, Heather, his mum's got. The list is that long with um, the netball side of things, so pretty good pedigree. Yeah, okay. It's it's a good one for kids as well, and I know it gets said all the time, but there is another way. You don't yeah. actually have to play power or, you know, wherever you're from, you don't have to play those those pathway things to, to make it. You can you can go in other ways. Oh, look, and there's plenty of Gippsland footballs like that. Like, I mean, Papley did play power, but he ended up having to go to Casey and Shane Mumford, you know, end up playing at... Um, VFL for Geelong, so yeah, there is more than one way to skin a cat. Yeah, very good. All right, I believe we it is time for another break, and we'll be coming back to your strutting down the wig segment, mate. I'm looking forward to that. That'll be very exciting. So that's next up on the Gippsland Footy Show on SEN Track Latrobe Valley 91.9. Live across Gippsland on SEN Track 91.9 FM. Welcome to the Gippsland Footy Show. Now on the Gippsland Footy Show, Damon Healy is strutting down the wing. Rightio, Cam, you ready? Yeah. Go. I was been thinking about it all week. I was going to go to the Carlton Football Club because the bloke that sits next to us that doesn't say anything is a mad Carlton man. And one-eyed. He's very one-eyed, and I was going to pot them for what they're doing. Yep, fair. But I was doing something this morning, and I've had enough. This will be good. Every wife, partner, boyfriend, you name it, flat packs should be banned in Australia. Ikea, Kmart, Target, you name it, they've got to go because they are the worst things in the world to build. You need a science degree or a university degree to build them, and I've just had enough. They just do my head in. I got sent one the other day, building it this morning, no instructions. They're just they're terrible, mate, and I've decided that... Never again will I build one. I'm buying something that's just already made and I can put it in my house. So that's a bit of my own personal thing. But, yeah, I've just had enough. <laughs> well, you've come from a different angle, that's for sure. No, oh, well, I mean, it's good to see Pato's back this week. It means I don't have to clip in. Yeah, which... you don't have to rinse him. Um, but, yeah, that's a that's a different one, mate. I 
Tell you what, you'll be spending a lot more money if you don't want to have flat packs, that's for sure. Got to... I'll spend the money. <laughs> but anyway, it's interesting talking to Pato um, straight off the... He mustn't listen to the show when he's not here because he didn't know yeah, I was good him last him, week. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I did notice that. Yeah, very very good of him. Yeah. Yeah, so... Our own man's not getting around us. Sorry? Our own man's not getting around us. That's a worry. No, well, he's just left us. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> he, he said he was going to be back, but we're stuck with Pato, but, um, which Pato's doing an excellent job for us. Um, did you watch the footy last night? I did. I reckon Melbourne are going to smack Geelong the way that game was played last night. Oh, totally agree. Yeah, they're those unless Geelong improve, they both seemed a long way off, to be honest. Yep. I'm, uh, I'm very interested. I'm very interested in... Um, in tonight's in tonight's game, obviously being a Bulldog supporter, but I actually think the winner of this could do some damage the week after. Really? Yeah, I, I could see Dogs or Lions beating Port. Yep. Yeah, well, I had um, the interesting thing last night. I was watching a little bit of the cricket, and I was telling you this earlier that um, uh, Bobby Hill is it? Yep. He did a good thing, um, kicked that nice goal on the wing, and I flicked over and. Then Javo um, hit the test interrupt, so I missed both moments. I missed Bobby Hill's nice goal, so I quickly flicked over to watch the replay of it. And then Javo's come running in off the long up and running into Johnny Pester. Oh, I'm lucky enough that I've been to the UK and been able to attend cricket games over there. And you've got a lot of temporary stands where there's just cardboard in front of it, cardboard signage. So you can just jump on and run on far too easily. But to, to get three test appearances in a row when you're 130 kilos and you're allowed to run on and bowl, you can come on fully kitted up. <laughs> There's not a chance you could do that in Australia. No, nah, you're done. And if you did it, if you got away with it once, you're uh, you're banned for life, aren't you? Oh, like someone's chasing you, unless unless Andrew Simons is standing at the end of the at the crease yeah, and just dropping get, you. You're not getting back up, are you? Well, he's six foot three and probably 110 kegs. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, that was very funny. I think. I probably owe you an apology for missing that on the cricket, telling you to flick over. Uh, good thing in the world we live in, mate. There's plenty of replays, so I managed to get to see it. But um, anything else on for you for the rest of the day? Not much, mate. Not much. She's, uh, as we said off the top, pretty, pretty wet, uh, pretty wet West Gippsland weekend. So nice one to stay inside and uh, just watch the footy tonight. I reckon. I might. Uh... Seems you say I don't do it. I might do some cleaning when I get home. I think I've been told, actually, I've got to do some Laundry. Cleaning. I'm sure you've got a couple of messages off Karina after you potted her off the top of the show as well. No, she's working from home, so um, <laughs> she's doing all the washing at the moment, so it's good. Um, yeah, I'll just clean out the shed, I think, is what my job would be. I might light the fire. Fair enough, so mate. Fair enough. I was talking um, to Cookie when I was going down to get a coffee for you boys. Um, you should have seen what he was repping. He's got this... It's a full Adelaide bogan he is. Got this Port Adelaide flannelette shirt. It's got the Port Adelaide on it, and you've got the Port on the back, and he, I think he should go back to Adelaide because he looks like a full Adelaide bogan. <laughs> yeah, passionate as, and um, they're not playing tonight, are they? They're next week. Next week, mate. Yeah. Next week. Sorry, I get myself confused with those things, but all good. <laughs> That's all good. Um, thank you for another show on the Gippsland Footy Show on the SEN app. Um, if you'd like to catch up, with us, just go to the SEN app and watch. Uh, look, search for the Gippsland Footy Show. Um, on after us is the SEN track track side with Cam, Luke, Patrick Garshagan, Simon O'Donnell, and David Taggart. Thank you for listening to the Gippsland Footy Show.